0: Welcome, everybody, to Conversation with a Cancer. I am your Cancer, and this is episode eight, audio only. And I brought her right back because her voice sounds so good. Her opinions are very relevant, and she loves to make my booty itch. So, therefore, I brought the talented, the beautiful, (laughs) the very very, very I love to cook, but never share with you penny moon. Penny moon, what's up?
1: Hey, what's up, everybody?
0: Good, good. So uh we back for another another time around around the sun. Well, we ain't going around the sun, it's too hot for that, but anyway, uh we want to talk about a couple of things in particular and she came up with two topics she would really like to talk about, but I'm going to make her wait because this is my podcast and we got to do what I want to do. For, no, I'm just playing. Um, so we have a couple of topics we want to address. and One of the topics I want to address is um something someone and I was talking about earlier and I'm like, oh, this is a good conversation that I can have on the podcast. And so I want to talk about what's important to you as a woman, like... I don't want to do the whole ranking thing like I sent you earlier, but I want to do like, when you think about intimacy or being with someone or having something meaningful with someone, what's important to you? Like, is it emotional compatibility? Is it intellectual compatibility? Is it sexual compatibility? Or is it something along the line of you can't have one without the other or you need at least two to get the three? You know, like, what is your opinion on being emotionally compatible with someone that you're involved with?
1: Well, for me, I I think that emotional compatibility is the most important in a relationship. If that's not there, then you can't have anything else. And I think that goes for most women, because we need that emotional connection. We're emotional beings, we're emotional creatures. So. Um, I know for me, I need a man that can understand, or at least try to understand my emotions because there are a lot of them.
0: (laughs) Oh, you know, we say about women with a lot of emotions. I don't know. Cancers be having a lot of emotions. Wow. Wow. You just going to come on my podcast and come for me like that. (laughs) Wow. I don't even know what happened to make you think that that was necessary, but I understand. So, what about we talk about emotional? So, what about intellectual compatibility? How important is that for you?
1: It's not as important as sexual compatibility, and okay. I only say that is because once the once I get for me, once I get the emotional compatibility, then the sexual stuff comes involved. You know. And I think that is important too in a relationship. Um, just to be able, not even just sexual, but the intimacy that you have between each other, the non-sexual, sexual things, um, like laughing and joking around and and and, and playing. I think that uh, is important with the sexual compatibility.
0: So, okay, so for me, I need, right off the bat, I need uh, intellectual compatibility and then emotional. Because for me, I need to be able to not so much communicate, but understand we have an understanding about person, space, time, energy, and things of that nature. So you got to have some wherewithal about where you want to go in your life, what you got going on in your life, what you're doing. And also respect that I have things going on in my life, and then once we have that, we can see how we can. Just depends on how I, I am, how into my, how into I am into that woman. Then I will be able to decide if I need sexual compatibility before emotional. Because usually, when you're emotionally involved with someone you really care about them, you got a certain feeling towards that person you you're starting to make decisions based on how you want to be with that person and so for me it just depends on where you are at in your life if you're a person who's still out here in these streets you probably don't need none of them you probably just trying to ski 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 but if you're somebody who's trying to settle down you're trying to come in the house and lock the door behind you then you're going to want something a little more meaningful something more substantial so for me i think it's important to know where you at in life and then decide on based on the person you're dealing with
1: I agree. You what? Wow. (laughs) Wow.
0: But, okay, so we both kind of have the same idea. just depends on where you are in life and what you're looking for. So moving forward, you would like to talk about body positivity. So I'm going to let you lead on that. Explain to me what body positivity is to you and give me an example of what you think body positivity is.
1: Um body positivity is just loving the body that you're in. No matter if you're big, you're small, you're round, you're square, whatever shape you are, loving your body, um, wearing what you want to wear, um expressing yourself the way you want to express yourself without any outside influences. I feel like that's body positivity.
0: Hmm. Okay, okay. So give me an example of someone that you would consider is good or great body positivity from a public standpoint.
1: Um, I think Lizzo, and only in certain cases. <laughs> like Lizzo... I feel like she brought the topic to the forefront because she is so popular and she is a plus size woman. She brought the topic of body positivity to the forefront.
0: Okay, so I am 51% on Lizzo's side, 49% against Lizzo. I am not a fan of the way she dressed. However, I would never tell her how to dress or the way she's dressing or make a comment like she shouldn't wear that. I just know I'm not a fan of the things she wears. But she is right with if you're going to let these skinny bitches wear things like this, I should be able to wear the same things without any type of um, negativity or rebuttal towards the things she wear. But she's got to understand that people don't see her body the way she's presented it. And I'm pretty sure she understands that. And she shouldn't have to not wear things because of what other people think but some of the stuff she wearing i'll be like god damn liz that's a lot of material you didn't you using right there girl that's that's a lot of material missing right there also so you know i know you're a big fan of hers you're, you you uh subjected me to watching her her dance show my eyes still ain't recovered um by the way did that skinny girl oh, who was god. on the, on the <laughs> that skinny girl that was on the dance show did she win
1: no I didn't I didn't finish it I'm waiting till you know tomorrow to get all my tv shows in
0: got you got you Hardwood floor day yeah okay so <laughs> so I, I think body positivity is like you said someone who's confident and just you know I think also they have to love themselves first because if you love yourself you're going to project you're going to project love and you're not you know looking for anything in particular you just want to be out there and spread love i think lizzo is an attention seeker also so i think she seeks out attention for the things she's doing and things that she's wearing and um i just think like sometimes when you when you go looking for it you're gonna get what you're looking for whether it's positive or negative you know but i think positivity is starting to become overrated well not let me say overrated oversaturated You know, a lot of things are just How come? because a lot of things are free the nipple. Let me walk out here with a mesh shirt on and no bra. Like, I think like body body positivity is getting to the point where so many people want to be free with their bodies that they forgot. There's a reason why we wear certain clothes and don't wear certain outfits out. And I think too many people want to be seen. You know, there's nothing. Sometimes there's nothing left to the imagination because you've seen everything, you've heard everything, you've watched them live, and you know. Sometimes they'll, I'm. You know, that's where my old schoolness come. Well, I don't say old schoolness. My old mindful way of thinking comes from. But like I said, I would never tell somebody what they can and cannot wear. I would just, you know, you know, just imagine if me and you went out to dinner and you came out. With the bathing suit on that you will wear at the beach, you like this is what I feel comfortable in today. I can't be like, well, go take that off. But in my mind, I'm thinking, like, you know, this is what ain't what you will wear to a restaurant, and you know, don't nobody want to see you in your bathing suit while you eating because that's they came there to eat. But at the same time, if that makes you happy and that makes you comfortable, you know, that's what you're gonna wear. But I think like we got to the point where people are not being considerate of where you are with these clothes and these outfits on. And, you know, that's just how I feel. That's just how I feel.
1: You know, and I agree with you somewhat. I believe that there is a time and a place for everything. So if you wanna wear the mesh shirt with your nipples out, <laughs> but you're at, you know, pride or something, I think that's acceptable <laughs> but like you know at a children's playground maybe not the best place to have that outfit on so I do agree there is a time and a place to wear certain things um, and I'm with you on where what you want to wear if that makes you comfortable go for it you know I know for me, I dress a little bit more conservative. Um, that's just how I grew up, is dressing more conservative. Uh, I've As I've gotten older, I've started to show a little bit more, but still in a, depending on where I'm at and where I'm going, you know, I'm not going to wear, you know, what I would wear to the club to work so it just depends and Lizzo she is a she is a music artist so the office that she wearing she's wearing I think goes with what she does for a living like nobody was saying nothing when uh Little Kim wore that pasty at the award show. You know, like it just goes with the territory.
0: Now, wait a minute. I, there was a public outrage for Lil' Kim having that left titty out. And yes, I know it was the left titty. Don't ask me <laughs> why I know that. But she had an outrage. People had an outrage over that. Now, nah, I don't, you know, it wasn't back in the social media day, so we don't know what everyone was saying, but People wasn't happy that she had the titty out. I mean, you know, people wasn't saying free to nipple back then. It was only a select few who was like, let her be, do what she wants to do and such and such. Um, But I'm with you. You know, little Kim definitely crawled so all these women can run. Right. She was first. She wasn't afraid. She let her body be free. And she let it be known that I'm going to have a titty out or I'm going to have this small outfit on where I'm going to wear this wig with the uh symbols on there. Uh, I think, she, what was on that wig? I want to say she had a Chanel wig at one time. Do you remember that wig? Mm-hmm. Where... Yep. So Lil' Kim definitely did what she had to do so all these people, so all these women can have the freedom to have. But I, I do believe that Every, there is a time and place for things and and in my opinion sometimes um you got to know what to wear while you're wearing it now if you got a private jet you can wear whatever the hell you want when you want like you know what i'm saying me and you both agree on that but mm-hmm. i just think there are certain things you can wear you can wear whatever you want out let me say that one more time you can wear whatever you want out but you know, there are certain things you can wear here and certain things you can wear there. Like there's no secret behind that. Um, but I don't know, man. I just feel like so much is to be desired when it's so much to wonder about. And I don't know, like who just whoever your celebrity crush is, you just saw him every day and he was just standing in his window butt naked that's all you saw with him every day was butt naked eating a bowl of Cheerios or some shit like that and then y'all started talking and you hook up and you can be like oh my goodness I have seen this before so I'm not as excited but I'm still gonna do it that's what I'm assuming because that's I'm just saying that's how I will respond um I mean, I'm still gonna do it. I'm still gonna knock her down. You know, <laughs> don't get me, don't get it misconstrued. But I'm saying, like, there won't be no mystery of the first time she took her shirt off or the first time she took her bra off. You know what I'm saying? Won't have that mystique. It'll just be like, oh, okay, look just like the picture. Oh, okay, look just like the how does doing the binoculars, you know. So I just feel like some some outfits, some people should just think about like, hey, maybe I'm not just gonna wear this today. Maybe I'm gonna go ahead and put on these. These baggy jeans or something, you know. When we gonna bring baggy jeans back? We need to bring baggy jeans back.
1: I'm getting on top. No, we do not. Yeah, we gotta go to hair Bring, bring baggy back. jeans, well, what? No. You hating?
0: You are hating.
1: No, they were horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awful baggy clothes in general. It was awful. That's how you feel. Yeah, you can't see none of your body.
0: So you just want to show off everything you can show off, huh? That's what you're trying to say? I
1: mean, to a certain point, I mean, you got to be able to know what you're working with. Oh. (laughs) Half the time, you don't even know. Half the time, uh, when they were wearing baggy clothes, they were wearing, like, 3X, and you know you're an extra small.
0: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But nowadays, <laughs> nowadays, women are wearing bathing suits. I mean, bikini tops that don't even fit over their breasts. They just got the bottom of the breast hanging out. All this covers the middle. I'm like, that looks stupid. Yeah, no, I can't do
1: that. I need full
0: coverage. You do, ma'am, because you got a lot of auto insurance. <laughs> on. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of upper presentation. You know, you got a motion picture. You know what I'm saying? You don't got no short films. But I just <laughs> certain things just you know need to be I don't know just more thought out. But you know sometimes things are delivering. People are seeking attention. They're seeking, but that's just how I feel about it. So uh, before we move on to the next topic, you said something that I want to go back and touch on. Uh, you said the way you grew up mm-hmm. is the reason why you dress the way you dress. Go. Expound on that. Tell me a little bit more about that.
1: Oh boy, does do people want to know about this? I mean, you don't ha-
0: <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to give them the whole story, but just just why you said that though, if you don't mind.
1: Okay, so I grew up as a Jehovah's Witness, and if anybody knew a Jehovah's Witness or had family members as a Jehovah's Witness, you know. We were very sheltered, <laughs> uh, very to ourselves, very, you know, just not. We we they used to say I used to say not of the world as a Jehovah's Witness, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, um, but I I just. Automatically dress conservative because I grew up having to make sure that my skirts and my dresses didn't go above my knee, Mm -hmm. that I wasn't showing any shoulders. I couldn't even show my shoulders. Uh, I mean, definitely no cleavage showing, no cleavage uh, because you could not entice the male gaze whatsoever or you will make him stumble and sin against god <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> because you know you decided to wear spaghetti straps <laughs> and your shoulder was showing it's crazy
0: okay so i got a couple of couple of questions so okay with that teaching and whatnot did you always want to rebel and reveal yourself? Is that something you wanted to do or you just was just following the rules in the house?
1: Well, there were certain clothes that I wanted to wear that I couldn't that some girls could because you know, I have, you know, a big chest. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And <laughs> Um, there were just certain things that I couldn't wear. I couldn't wear tight clothing either because I would be showing the shape of my wrist. So, like, it was just harder for me to dress. And that was probably the first thing, like, when I left that I showed the most was my cleavage. Uh, low-cut tops. Cleavage all the way. So that is one thing that like as soon as I was out, titties were out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me let me make sure I word this question properly. Uh, if you don't mind sharing, at what age did your breasts start to just like really get the size that they are? And then it's a two-part question. Did you Did you try to sneak? You know what I'm saying? Like some people they'll dress one way, then when they get out the house, they'll sneak and dress another way. Was that anything that you attempted?
1: So um for your first question, I um I didn't start growing until like 13. And by 14, 15, I was. I was definitely, <laughs> puberty definitely hit me. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and uh, to your second question, um, no, because I was not a good liar. <laughs> I was not a good sneaker. I, I could not sneak. I could not lie. I would tell on myself it was bad, <laughs> so I I just wore what I was supposed to wear until I left.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So, all right. So, as a person who grew up a certain way, and you said once you were able to start doing it, you did it. Did you feel like you kind of miss some of your glory days? to wear those things like do you think you missed out on attention you probably would have got or was that not important to you
1: no not when I was young I left when I was 18 so that was usually that's usually the time when everyone is like free like from their parents rules (laughs) and they can do whatever they want so I don't think I missed anything um no, no, I don't think I missed anything. I mean, other than like things like uh, being able to play sports or do extracurricular activities after school or something like that, or have sleepovers with my friends from school, um, birthdays, holidays.
0: Wait, you could. I mean, there's sleepovers.
1: No, not with not with the kids from school.
0: Wow. Wow. So like, how did that affect your social life? Because you have brothers and sisters, correct? Yeah.
1: Um, I had no social life. <laughs> Growing up as a Jehovah's Witness, you do not have a social life. Your so your life revolves around the religion. I had to go to Kingdom Hall, which is church, right. like three times a week. A on week? top of a week, um, on top of uh, going and knocking on doors on um, a Saturday morning when I wanted to sleep in. <laughs> so four days out of my my life revolved around the church.
0: Well, yeah, that is. Okay, so so for you now at your age that you're at now and what you went through growing up, is it important for you to be able to express yourself body-wise and clothing-wise? Most
1: definitely. Most definitely. Um, I mean... Growing, growing up that way, you were t- told what to do, and told how to dress, uh, told how to speak. Um, so for me, even to this day, I'm still exploring myself and still, ex- in and still experimenting on what is gabrielle's style or how do i express myself in in a certain way um i'm still exploring
0: that okay okay so you have a daughter are you going to allow her to express herself as she gets older or are you going to be very cautious because you know everything is social media everything is take a picture and it's everywhere and everyone can see it like are you worried about that or are you just going to allow your daughter to express herself as she starts to become a teenager and get into her own personality?
1: I want her to explore as many things as possible, like within reason, um, because you are a teenager, like, um, you know, I watched my sisters grow up who aren't Jehovah's Witnesses, um, in in their team in in my sister specifically she went through a phase where she wanted to dye her hair black and wear thick eyeliner and you know was you know emo goth you know type dress and then another moment she could be preppy you know like i want my daughter to be like that i I loved that she got to be able to wear certain things without being told, oh, well, being told, no, you can't do that. That's a sin against God, you know? Wow. (laughs) Like, you know, I wasn't even allowed to wear uh, red nail polish.
0: Really? Like,
1: just, yeah, just little things like that that just doesn't make sense. I wasn't allowed to wear makeup until I was like maybe 16. Oh it was just it was just so much that like now and I'm 30, about to be 31, still working on finding what is me because I didn't have that time as as in a young age, being able to express myself
0: freely, okay, so so, so but you don't wear nail polish now, do you?
1: No, but when i I do get in moods where I feel like wearing nail polish and like I'll get my nails done and do all that. it's usually in the summertime. <laughs>
0: understood understood okay i'm not mad at that i'm not mad at that i'm not mad at that so before we get finished today you would like to talk about one of your shows that is getting the axe or has already gotten the axe and you were almost brought to tears almost have to bring you a box of kleenex over Mm -hmm. it like i was so worried about your well-being but how do you feel well you you explain it and then i'll chime in
1: Well, The Real is being canceled after eight seasons. Um, It used to be one of my favorite shows to watch. Um, However, it has been lackluster these past couple of seasons. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So the show is being canceled after eight seasons and it's, you know, it's shocking because that's not, that's not a lot. (laughs) And, you know, for them to have won an Emmy in 2018, uh, being canceled in 2022, that there's, there's, There has been some things that may have caused that to happen. Um, In my opinion, I think the show ended because of uh, ratings uh, not being good. Um, I know Lonnie, Lonnie has came out and said that She blames COVID costs for killing the show. Hmm. Um, No live audience for like two seasons Hmm. is the reason why the uh, reason, her reason why the show is being canceled. But I think it's a little bit deeper than that because of the change in hosts. I... I think the show started to go downhill once Tamar Braxton left to be completely honest mm. um, I mean, it it stayed steady for a little while, and it was okay. The show was okay after Tamar Braxton, but um once uh Tamara left. And they put on Amanda Seals for a little bit, which was kind of interesting because she's a very opinionated woman um, on a show like that uh, did not fit. And then now they have Garcelle on there, which I think brings a different type of audience to the show been originally set out to be. So the show is being canceled. I'm sad. But I hope that uh each of the ladies does something else so that this isn't the last time we see them.
0: I mean, they got to make money, That'd right? Nice. So they're going to do something else.
1: I mean, I hope so. Cause I would love to see Adrian Bylong. I would love to see Jeannie Mai. You know what I would love to see is a Jeannie Mai and Jeezy show.
0: Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. You know us thugs, then we don't do too many shows. Like what you are trying to get at. So I'm going to just move you past it. We're going to move past it. I'm going to move you past <laughs> it. So let me, let me comment on what you said. You said they won a, a daytime Emmy in 2018, correct? Yes. That's four years ago. What have you done for me lately? You know what I'm saying? And we know in TV, once your rating starts to decline, they may move your time around or move you to a different day. And you got to be able to stay appealing to your audience. And once you start losing that appeal or your audience finds someone else because you're not able to keep up with the the natural appeal that you gave them in the first place, then all things change. That's when you start swapping cast members. You try to have guests. You try factory arguments. And that's the nature of the beast. And I feel like I never watched the show because thugs don't watch the show called The Real. Um, But um, I just feel like those shows are ticking time bombs eventually they're gonna implode, they're gonna explode and they're gonna be done for. And I felt like that show was, was on its way to that regardless um, because you battle in the view and people who love the view, love the view and you hoping that people who watch the view will watch the real, but at the end of the day, you're gonna have to pick and choose. And I guarantee, well, I can't say guarantee, but more than likely, I think those viewers and audience members, Probably start going to the view, and start finding other things to watch. I don't know what time the reel came on, but I'm pretty sure whatever else is in that time slot got those eyes. And you can't blame COVID, and this is why because everybody had COVID breaks. Everybody had to do things differently. So it'd be different if only y'all had COVID, but everyone had COVID. Everybody showed too excited. Everybody had to take a backseat and work from home and zoom everything so i feel like that's not as that's not an excuse i'm just saying like that's just what happened however isn't lonnie love getting the wendy williams show if i'm correct is she i I don't know
1: so she probably don't even care
0: (laughs) okay um
1: but i i I, um uh what was i about to say um I agree with you like you can't blame covid costs for the show because uh people were at home (laughs) more people are at home Mm -hmm. so what are they going to be watching you know what are they going to be doing they're going to be watching tv so you know i i believe that you can't you, that's another reason why you can't blame COVID for the reason why people are at home more often and yeah there wasn't a live audience but they still want to watch you so they're going to figure out a way to watch you if the show is good
0: yeah I here's the thing um, Tia, to, to Tamara, which one was it tamara tamara okay so yeah tamara you had one of the braxton sisters and you had is that the chick from 3LW is that the one that's on there yeah adrian okay. hey, so yeah so those names bring in those people who love them and then who you had Jeannie my but i thought she kind of like floated away and, and she just focused on her marriage and her her soon-to-be child in my opinion but i don't watch the show this is just uh, person who's just speculating so you know we don't have those things anymore you look for them elsewhere so I feel like you know maybe maybe the real gave you eight great, great seasons the best they can get and who knows if COVID didn't happen will they still be on who knows that's hearsay but what we can say is that they got eight seasons and a lot of shows don't even get two so just look at Nick Cannon even though as corny as he is he got a season so I mean they got eight and I mean that's <laughs> you don't get the send off that you probably would have liked but you're going to get the send off that you can have so whenever their last episode is I'm pretty sure they're going to go out with a bang and they're all going to do things but, but, but let me say Garce, Garce, Garcelle was it Beauvoir I, oh, I, oh my t-
1: goodness
0: she I don't was, know. That. When she was fancy on Jamie Foxx, oh my goodness. The things that went through my <laughs> mind was ridiculous. Oh my gosh. But that's what I'm saying. I just feel like everything takes its course and they're probably all going to move on to, I don't know about bigger, but they're going to move on to better things. They're going to move on because if you do something for eight years, you have so much material to give to say, hey, I can work and this is what I'm capable of. And, you know, they can be guest spots and stuff and do tours talking about how they're miss the show or what they're doing next with their lives so they'll be fine and I think you'll be fine too because you'll find something else to watch I'll give you plenty other good things to watch besides that um but I understand if you like something I think, you want to see it go
1: yeah and it was a group of women of color too like you don't see that very often with shows like that where it was such a diverse group of women and such a diverse group of women, as far as like conservative and liberal and kind of somewhere in the middle. and then you got the comedy from Lonnie and you know, so I hope that if they do bring a show bring a new show in. That they consider, they consider bringing back women of color to to the forefront.
0: Hmm. Well, I think the networks are still owned by white people who don't really understand. So it'll be interesting to see where they go from that, but. We'll see. I mean, you just got to give it time and don't be calling me crying because you really miss it, okay? I, I don't want to hear it.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I don't want to hear it, but we'll see what happens next with that and just just know that you can always watch reruns of the Jamie Foxx show and be satisfied. I mean, that'll satisfy me because Fancy and Jamie are great TV. Um, but That used to be my show. Used to be, still should be.
1: where can i watch it i want to watch it again
0: um i don't know what's it on right now we will have to i have to check into that and let you know i will have to look into that and let you know but i would like to thank you for coming on and doing this with me um i think you just always add an interesting dynamic to when we speak um, you stole me dinner because yesterday when I talked to you, you were eating dinner on the phone. It didn't offer me any, so it's all to the good. I ain't gonna call you out on it no more. I just want to <laughs> put it out here in the airways. Um, but I appreciate you. Um, we'll do this. Thank you for m- having me many more times because we'll have many more discussions we would like to discuss publicly. But before I get out of here, like I always tell people, be safe, stay COVID safe, wear your mask you when wear your mask, and um. Eat more chicken.